When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. says every week welcome welcome i love the way he says that it's the laurie and julia show here on my talk 107 on everything entertainment and even though a lot of you had monday off it's still wednesday so it's still hump day right donnie yes. it is it it's is. discombobulating all week when you I got know. that monday probably be even more discombobulating for julia because she's had four days off yeah, yeah. and you don't even know what the hell day it is <laughs> I didn't. You didn't? I, I know. Totally. It's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice. When I finally got my voice back, I could talk on Sunday. So, so yeah, the fair it does affects you more than anyone else. And Holly oh, yeah. said, I get the prize for going out the most. Because on Monday, oh, did you go close. out again? Oh, Julia. I, I got home close. at 630. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, you know. Even though the show ended at 2. Yeah. yeah. And I got out there at 1030. Lori, I, you did win the I prize. Had, People to see and things to do, you know. But yeah, I can't leave. I was like, oh, it's bittersweet. I, really, I wish I was going to the concert. I really, it was such a bummer because even to go out after our show or anything this year was super hard because I had the allergy in the no voice thing. Someone sent me um, something about a bee spray. Yeah, that would help to, your allergies. That would help my allergies. and my. Oh. I mean, it mm. stunk. It stunk. It's my... It just was horrible not being able to talk because it's such a fun time of the well, year. The, the wind was blowing the barn up the hill and it blew it up early. We had high winds for the first <laughs> five was, days. I was so And bummed. it blew the allergies up to Machinery Hill and Mount Kilimanjaro where a lovely yes. permanent studio Elevation, is. 500 feet above sea level. Okay, you have to tell yes. me about this movie. So I get home Monday, you know, on like 6.30 and Casey had just gotten home and he said... I saw the best movie uh, with my mom and, and Julia today. It was just incredible. It was so incredible. And I go, well, tell me about it. He said, no, have Julia tell you about it. But it's <laughs> the best movie, Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf it's, and Dakota Johnson. And I can't think of the young man's name. Um, That's okay. It's it's just, it's a small independent, but boy, there's a lot of credits for the small independent movie yeah. that it was. It's a slow moving movie about a young man with um down syndrome highly highly functioning functioning young man yeah. who has no family and they have no facilities where he lives so he is placed in a retirement home 
Ah. So, and all he's wanted to do is go and meet this one wrestler. So it's that story oh, about okay. how that evolves. Who's Shia LaBeouf? He is someone that this young man encounters. encounters. Okay. It is so charming. So it's it's slow at the beginning at the yeah. first part, but it was. Um, Hats off to Man Theaters, Highland and Groveland. They don't show an hour of previews, so I was so happy. There were only two. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I know, you know me. I love, I love, I love five, six trailers. Oh, no, I wasn't ready for it to end. Yeah. Oh, it was. Casey one, said it was just wonderful. It, everyone should go see it. It just is such a um, encouraging movie about people's, people can do anything they want to do mm-hmm. if you put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. And nobody is less than anybody else. We're all equal. Aww. And when just bonds and life circumstances. Is Dakota good in it? She's amazing. She's Casey good. seemed impressed with her and he said, well, wasn't she in that Fifty Shades? I said she, she was, was the amazing best, in the, the Fifty best Shades. thing in right. Fifty Shades. They had so the wrong true. Christian Grey in that movie. She just has a way about her that's just fresh and lovely. She's yeah, the lovely, camera likes her. Oh yeah, I yeah. like her. And Sheila Buff, I liked him too. Oh yeah, he is. And Bruce Dern is in it. <laughs> it's really it's a charming movie. All right, for people of all ages. And one of my boys uh, wanted to go see it really bad because his friend said it's the best movie he saw a year. Oh. So it's really... All right, I got to go see. I did finally go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And? I give it a, just a B, a solid Same. B. It just went on too long and Do it didn't go anywhere. Do you see why I anywhere. went to the bar in the middle of it? But I thought Leonardo DiCaprio is amazing in it. And I... He's amazing in it. Yeah, he is amazing in it. I mean, I liked it. I just... I it's guess too long. it could have been tightened up and I think it would have been a a, a, a stronger a great movie. movie. A great movie, yeah. But I enjoyed, uh, like Casey liked it more than I did because I think he watched more 60s Westerns television shows, and, these yeah. Westerns and the thing that the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, character played. I think some it's of those shows. Movie, he, yeah, yeah, in a way, it, it kind of was a uh, very much how, a guy's movie. How much did you love, though, Sharon St- Tate's character? Oh, the Margot Robbie? Yeah, she was really good. Wasn't she just charming yeah. and delightful? And that was a great highlighting who she was. I know. I, I thought that was great. You weren't one of the 19,600 people watching the women's soccer team defeat Portugal last night at uh, Allianz Field, were you? How about that? No, that those tickets sold out like I that. know they did. I, like I am going to a game. Are you really? It's yeah. so much fun to go to Allianz Field. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. Our neighbors have season tickets, so... It's really go. fun. Yeah, I, but yeah, you're right. Those tickets for the uh, women's soccer. And I, I turned because I was between... Um, I went five hours without my phone yesterday, which is kind of interesting when you don't have any, don't know anyone's phone numbers anymore. Yeah. Except for I know yours, my mother's, my ex's, and that's it. Yeah. And my sister. Yeah. In Montana. You don't even know your kids. Or my boyfriend's. Yeah. No. None. So I immediately, I left my car. We went to Hudson yesterday and ate at Pier 500. It oh, was yeah. just a beautiful day That's yesterday great. and just kind of moseyed around there. But then yeah. left me and was coming back later at night to go watch t- to watch the tennis. So I was planning, oh, good, I'm going to read my book and listen to my book uh-huh. all day and clean and run around and go on a bike ride with my book on my phone. No phone. And then when you don't have a phone, I sent him an email. That's how I got in touch with him. Yeah. But it's really weird when you don't know anyone's numbers. Right, I know. It's It's the weirdest feeling in the world. It's doable. It is doable. Okay, so I tackled something yesterday that I haven't done since 20, well, probably in six months, open my mail. So I'm sorry, whoever I owe money to. What? I've been paying bills and stuff, but I mean, 
Lord, you haven't opened. I haven't dealt with it. Why? Because it's there's so much. Julia, this is a recipe for hoarding. But do you know <laughs> Aunt Marlene alone's file was probably about two feet thick. Yeah. So I went through all of her stuff, and then I went through my kids' college folders, and I, boy, I had you such good intentions for them. And I went through. What does that mean? Well, I just had all <laughs> these articles and oh, I, all these handwritten notes about our conversations. I found a a birthday request sheet from my son when he was twelve, and I can't stop laughing about it. I found some really good nuggets, but yeah, it just what did you have like a a box of no where Lori, you've been throwing everything? I have, yes, and then I would start a new one and yeah. put it on top of it, and then I'd start a new one and put it on top of it, and it just got to be the point. You know, I know my basic things get paid. Yeah, right. But it's just the peripheral stuff. And yeah. it was a thick, thick. Well, that probably felt good to get. I go through it. Yeah, it was two paper you, garbage oh, bags. Oh but then all the stuff I have to bring here and shred, yeah. it's about a foot and a half thick. It's really, I had a ton of stuff. Yeah. So that felt good. Yeah. I, did you bring the shredding material today? I didn't. Yeah. I brought the remains of the fair to give to you, the things that I had of yours. Oh, Donnie brought so much fairs. I'm like, this is precious fair material. It was a pile. Oh, Donnie, it's so ridiculous how I am so paper dependent on some of my stuff. I am paper dependent and I always want to be. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not plastic dependent. I'm trying not to be that. So I'm helping the environment one way. But anyway. All right. Listen, tomorrow morning we are going to be taking donations. Hurricane Dorian, as you know from watching any of the news, has devastated the Bahamas. Devastated. So collecting just money for diapers and other things that might be needed with uh, kids. And everyone is doing a matching grant. So David from First Equity said our he'd cl- match 1500 Yeah. 1500 So you go to uh, MyTech keyword diaper and the fundraising drive starts tomorrow at 6 a.m. But all of the shows have a so every dollar that's becomes two dollars. That's right. So anyway. I think this is fantastic, and we always I think we that's do. I, we, about we're our doing community. this like clockwork because the hurricanes seem like they happen just about like clockwork every September. They do or this not, one, and there's another one brewing right behind Dorian. Well, there's one near uh, Texas. Yes. Oh no. yes. Yeah, but it's yeah. nothing serious. Nothing yet, serious. But, photos. Yeah. 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 You know, food is the big thing in the Bahamas. Right. Because yeah. everything they don't have no access. Food. Yeah. Everything is. Uh, well, thank you in advance to everybody. Yeah. And thank you to our partners who are matching the funds. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hypnotic. If you find yourself swaying in the car in traffic, you're not alone. Billie Eilish. <laughs> Billie Eilish. Okay. I love it. So, Julia, Brad Pitt mm-hmm. gave an incredible uh, interview with the New York Times. He's got two major performances this year. Of course, the heels of Ad Astra having its Venice debut and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's talking, frankly, about, in this interview, about his... On screen, his fame, masculinity, and getting sober. Here's just a little okay. s- sneak peek from the Today Show, and then we'll dive into it. Let's talk about Brad Pitt and the actor. He's getting candid about his sobriety in a new interview with the New York Times. Pitt revealing the seriousness 
of his drinking problem, saying, I had taken things as far as I could take it, so I removed my drinking privileges. After Angelina Jolie filed for divorce, Pitt spent a year and a half in Alcoholics Anonymous. Pitt describing the experience as healing, saying, quote, you had all these men sitting around being open and honest in a way I have never heard. It was this safe space where there was little judgment and therefore little judgment of yourself. Pitt says he's committed to his sobriety. Okay, so, and that was at first when the reporter tried to bring up, because some of the messaging of Ad Astra, you know, or what's in that movie about toxic masculinity and keeping things to yourself, he's also... That's part of the movie. I hate the title of that movie. It's the it worst. doesn't tell you it it doesn't tell you I anything saw the like, trailer for it. I couldn't figure it out at all what the hell the movie's about. I want to go to it though cuz I love him. I'm going to wait and see what the reviews right. are, okay? So, um so the, the the reporter asked him was Ad Astra a way to work through through some of the loneliness you felt because he started filming this movie after Angelina dumped his butt for drinking too much in the incident with Maddox. And at first he said, well, I had family stuff going on. I'll leave it at that. Okay. And then the reporter said, well, you know, how did this, he brought it up again, the Ad Astra and the character that he's playing. It's obvious the reporter had seen the movie. Sure. And then Brad Pitt says, well, yeah, the (laughs) fact is we all carry pain, grief, and loss. We spend most of our time hiding it, but it's there. It's in you. So you open it up the boxes and here the reporter says, it was reported that the final straw in Pitt's 11 year relationship with Jolie came in September of 2016 when they fought about his drinking. And, and 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 Brad agreed. He he just said yes. I've taken things as far as I could take it, so I removed my drinking privileges. And after she filed for divorce, he told the reporter, "I went to AA for a year and a half." And the reporter makes note that it is astonishing that no one from the group. I mean, that's the wonderful thing about AA. The oh, tenants of it. It's. Complete anonymity. anonymity. No one from the group in that year and a half sold a story to a tabloid that Brad Pitt was in the group. Yeah, that's good. And the reporter makes... No, that's the power of that program. It is. Very famous people have been going for years. And Brad agreed. He said the men, we trusted one another. And in that trust, it was a catharsis for me. It was really actually freeing to expose the really ugly sides of yourself to people and no there, judgment, no judgment. There's great value. So I uh, love that he's being so open about it. And really, it's kind of incredible. It talks about the power of AA, though. But it's kind of incredible. He did not that need did. to divulge any no. of this. But I think it's a strategic also decision on, you know, it's OK to have had a relationship go bust sideways because of alcohol. Yeah. It happens. It happens all the time. All the time. Right. And, you know, so it's, he's not shaming, blaming, or any of that Mm -mm. kind of stuff that's going on. And uh, it's really, it's in the New York Times. It was. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essen, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It was really a good interview. He also said that um, he talked about his ego uh, and he said uh, for him... He's been the center of the world's attention since Thelma and Louise, 1991. And he told the reporter in the 90s, all that attention threw me. It was uncomfortable. He said, everything I did was scrutinize my hits, my misses, my hair, my body, the engagement to Gwyneth, the marriage to Jennifer Aniston. And so he started doing not male ingenue or lead roles he started doing more character stuff and that's when he did like seven and fight club Mm -hmm. and the curious case of benjamin Benjamin button Button. and he so he just had to shrug out he just said that fame thing also that white hot heat that came and stayed was hard to deal with and one of the ways he dealt with it was drinking so um anyway it's it's really it's called the planet's the stars and Brad Pitt. I didn't get any more sense of what Ad Astra is like. I have the translation. What is it? To the stars. To oh. the stars. Is well, that why didn't they just call it that? That's <laughs> I don't what know. they should have called it. I mean, it. to the stars is so much of a better That's name. What it means. Yeah. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, one of the things that I think, and um, when he's sharing this and sharing that he did go to AA and does go to AA, is that, you know, um, he said, Personally, I can't remember a day since I got out of college when I wasn't boozing or had didn't. That have was a, from the GQ interview. Okay, or didn't have a spliff, which is like a one hit. I think that's the, what he did nine months after the split. They split in September, and that was June of 2017. Where that was his first admission that. And we read that, and he was out in the desert with yes. the reporter oh, and doing yeah. some weird Looking stuff. Looking hot, but it's interesting how much more he's evolved. You know oh, what I mean? Absolutely, because so, now it's three years. I mean, I don't... Okay, I mean, let's call them the eternal Hollywood triangle. Brad, Jen Aniston, and uh, Angelina. Mm-hmm. Tell me this. So Brad Astra... Brad that, Astra. Brad, Brad Astra. Astra. Let's just call stars. it Brad Astra. <laughs> okay. That comes out this month. Angelina's Maleficent comes out in October. Jennifer's new Apple series starts streaming in November. Jennifer's on the cover of in, in style. style looking amazing looking amazing and she's got a new uh uh narrative and that she's the boss at 50 which i love i love that she's switching but all three of them september october november so the eternal triangle mm-hmm. of hollywood doom is still working yes. and is it weird that ad astra opens on September 20th, which is the third year anniversary of the actual date of the split. No, not no. at all. That's just happenstance. Okay, like. fine. No one can plan that far out. Yeah. Movies open when movies open. Yeah, I know. It's just... Is that only going to be the third The third year? anniversary. Oh my gosh, I feel like this was forever ago. Yeah. yeah um, here's a, what one critic said. His performance in Ad Astra, which is a quieter movie than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is getting strong praise. And even though he's the late leads... This is one of the ways a lead role can boost a supporting one as he's expected to be entered in the Oscar race 
as best supporting for the Tarantino movie. And given the box office that's done, Tarantino loved in Hollywood. His performance in that movie is a stronger entry. But Ad Astra helps that. And people are wondering, this particular reporter is wondering if Brad could run the table and sweep the Globes, Critics' Choice, SAG, BAFTA, and Oscars. Do you think people will vote for him because they're feel bad for him or they're excited for his new life or do, just maybe just do for all of the right. movies he's mm-hmm. done and what yeah. he's produced and he's the strength of two strong yeah. movies and da, da, da. so i mean julia we'll see we'll see and then yeah this to uh, the stars okay that just helps that, me so much instead of that damn ad astra name yeah yeah and then um at 50 years old jennifer aniston is changing her narrative because do you notice the one thing that came out of her thing with justin Theroux? it wasn't sad jen can't nothing keep a man uh-uh. it was like she's happy she was spotted out and about then they weren't actually really married and now at 50 her narrative is she's the boss she's so excited about the show she is. I love it. It's I love on that Apple they, Plus I, or whatever. Yeah, not till November, but I love that she's uh, the power heir of Jennifer. Jennifer Aniston is here, even though she'll always be part of the eternal she Hollywood will. Triangle, Bermuda Triangle, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. In a golden cathedral, I'll be praying for the faithless, and if you lose, boo-hoo, hey, look, my Hey everybody, look, we made it. We're Yay. back in the studio. All right, Donnie, thank you so much for posting Lupita Nyongo. She is the Vanity Fair October cover Fabulous. looking. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What My does gosh. she have coming out? Well, of course, remember she played Patsy in 12 Years a Slave. She won an Oscar. Yeah, Brad she Pitt, did. Plan B, produced that movie. Yep. Um, then she went to Black Panther, and then she was in Us. And now she's a Marvel and Hollywood treasure. And uh, anyway, she's... Uh, uh, I didn't have a chance to read the whole story, Julia. But <laughs> there's I, a reason she's on the cover, looking great. She's wearing Gucci, Jimmy okay. Choo, and jewelry from Tiffany. She discusses everything from her style influences to keeping her private life private, and a tel- upcoming projects, the Star Wars universe, and then a television adaptation of a novel called Americana by um, Chimanda Ngozi Adichie. Mm. That was impressive. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Now, she does have a movie coming out in November that's a little unusual. It is called Little Monsters. Yes. Oh, this looks so good. Comedy the zombie. slash the zombie. Comedy the zombie. slash horror. She's a, music, a musician who teams up with a teacher and a kid's serial personality to protect kids, as Lori said, from a sudden outbreak of zombies. Zombies. Little Monsters. It, it, so for her to get this <laughs> October cover, and it's sort of a lime cut. Co- it's I'm just looking stunning. At it. stunning. It's stunning. And I just like that she's just getting, uh, it's not for any one particular pride that they're talking to her about a ga- you know. Well, she's th- lovely. Yeah. And and she, she you know, we haven't heard from her, really heard from her since 12 she years. She does keep her private life She private. really does. I always wanted her to be with B. Michael Jordan. 
Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were so cute together. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so yeah. anyway, she's looking stunning. Yes, she does. J-Lo is in San Tropez wearing the most fabulous clothes. Donnie posted the fashion. She is just like a goals for if you're going on any kind well, of a... Well, you talked about the swimsuit yesterday. Oh, the, she, the sexy one piece yeah. that she everyone is, should own. She looks... I mean, life goals. She's. This is being funded, though, by the Russian oligarch that paid her to come over and sing at their... Uh, wedding or something no it was magic johnson's party in oh. san tropez yeah, she's okay she's there. at she's somewhere else then doing yeah. another gig no 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 she she i heard this there. you know on blind items oh oh on the show before us mm-hmm. queen and bradley mm-hmm. the show before us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's a that, new name. the new name no i'm just kidding you guys okay <laughs> so the woman who um is on probation after pleading guilty to conspiracy assault and grand larceny. The woman who J-Lo is playing in that movie, Hustlers. Yes. says, told page six, she's planning on writing a book and may sue the movie. Because she yeah. she said, she goes by, also goes by, maybe this is her dancing name, Samantha Fox, and that's three X's. Okay, maybe. Uh, not to be confused she's with a the pole singer. Athletic. Right. The same yes. Yeah. A pole she, athlete. She's coming out with her own book called Underscore later this month, and it details her work, and she's got stories, but not naming names. Rappers, movie stars, Fortune 500 CEOs, a billionaire who's head of one of the biggest institutions in the U.S. and an owner of a global hotel chain, but she's not naming names. She said that they never asked her about using her her story. story. What? Yeah. Well, this was based off a story in The Atlantic, wasn't it? Or The New Yorker magazine? The movie is technically, this is what her lawyer says, is based on court records from the trial in a New York magazine interview of one of the co-defendants in the case against dancers at Scores. Although Samantha wasn't a dancer at that time, okay, we believe the movie and J-Lo's character is based on her. We plan on seeing the movie before deciding what legal steps to take. Okay, so let's just back up for a second, okay? Yeah. Because this story, again, mm-hmm. is based on athletes with the poll that um, hustled guys for money because they felt like the, these Wall Street guys were making it too good during the housing downturn of 2008. Well, they did get away with, uh, you know, criminal activity. Oh, yeah. They did. Yeah. But so now this woman said about well, the court case. Which six years ago, she says she was the brains behind the ring of savvy strip club workers who bilked wealthy executives yep. out of big book big bucks. They took them to jiggle joints. Allegedly drug them and racked up tens of thousands of dollars on the gr- guy's credit cards. And uh their escapades inspired the movie Hustlers sure. about a group of dancers who were seeking revenge and J Lo playing the role allegedly inspired by Barbash. So I wonder the court case, And she case, said they though. never secured the rights to her life story. Well, they don't have to. They're right. not using her name. Yeah, I, it's yeah. a magazine I, I article. It. It's it. court records. I'm going to look this yeah. up, though. So were these she women was, from the ring originally, the original ring brought to court by these guys? Well, she's on probation. Like she yeah. pled guilty. I don't know about the other one, but yeah. So I, I think that she doesn't have a chance in yeah. hell about suing this sure. as far as her book she says uh, my clients were mostly vip clients at scores and hustler my job was to provide the fun parts such as the ladies and setting the vibe 
I'd arrange for the hottest girls to come to the parties. These girls made top dollar and had to have perfect bodies with beautiful faces. Then came the fluffer. These were the lower tier group of girls. I hate that that they're saying that. Who would do the quote unquote dirty work. These parties always came with huge payouts for everyone. And, you know, then she's just, she tells, she gives page six two stories, but she doesn't name names and she's not going to. Nope. So, anyway, I don't I know how like, her book will do, but I don't think she's going to be able to sue the movie. Nope. Well, she can try. Yeah, she, she can try, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's going to have a hard time with all of that. I would agree with you. Now, did you see a trailer for Judy Garland? Oh. The Judy, it's just called Judy, because Casey came home and he's like, I wasn't sure who that was in the trailer. Same with Dave. He's like... Who and I just that? whispered, I said, Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. He is like, what What happened to her? Well, she's playing a role and she's got... Got she, hair and makeup. That's what I tried to tell but I haven't seen... I just saw the little bit of a trailer that Donnie it. is she, post- she is amazing. Listen, anyone, when you're really thin, can get wrinkles. Yeah. If you're... <laughs> I mean, she she doesn't even look... You know, Renee Zellweger is going to be 50, I think. Yeah. Isn't she? So yeah. she's close. Well, she, yeah. And yeah. Judy Garland died at what? 40? 46. Right. And so this is the time of the life. That it's she's not that much of a stress. Right. She's just got short, dark hair well, and here's the makeup. What, here's what Roger Freeman said, that it's going to be Oscar time for Renee Zellweger. She has us at Hello playing Judy Garland in an unsparing biopic. It looks um, so good. We know from Chicago Renee can sing and we yeah. know she can act. But as Garland, she's doing something we've never seen before. She puts all her talents together and she does not imitate Judy Garland so much as embody her while still keeping her own Renee-ness available. It's quite an acting feat. This is Roger Freeman. I mean, he's covered Hollywood for many years. I do trust when he kind of has a feeling about something. The new new trailer, maybe Donnie posted tomorrow, it just, it's extended. It looked... It just looks like the best, best movie. Kudos to the makeup department, set, and production See? design people for being unsparing and sympathetic at how they're portraying her as Judy. At the same time, the movie is based on the stage play, End of the Rainbow, and the guy who adapted that also adapted The Crown, among really? other TV okay. scripts. Is that the, the Judy show that has played here? Or is that a different Judy Garland? Well, show? I feel like no, the movie the, is based on the stage play End of the Rainbow. Oh, uh, maybe that wasn't. So the that's yet, what the okay. name of that is. And uh, anyway, Zellweger has Garland on a tight leash, even when she's self-destructive. She's funny, witty, really, and endearing. And when she has to rise to the occasion and deliver a big number, Zellweger can do it. Well, End of the Rainbow, Donnie, to your point, was a play. Yeah, yeah, I thought it you know, was. Highlights but it wasn't called Judy. It was just no. called yeah, End I, of the I, Rainbow. I, I, we had something. In 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the that's Guthrie what Theater. It debuted at the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. There See? you go. Okay. So that's what it's based on. Um, I can't wait. If anyone has go. ever doubted so, Renee's place in Hollywood, they'll be in for a lovely oh, no. surprise. She got me at Bridget Jones' diary. Mm-hmm. This is Renee Zellweger. Way That I heard of once in a Oscar 
Walker loves a biopic. Yeah, they, they do. Well, we have been into the musical ones, you know, with the um, Rocket Man one oh, yeah, and yeah. the Queen one. Yeah. I, I think this, this is, is going to be good. And this is a part of her life we don't know, really. Right. So I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, same here. And Wizard of Oz, uh, they, there's one black and white dress. Okay, so that is up for auction. But in this story about this dress going up for auction, this black and white one for the black and white scene. Um, Before that, she goes out the door in Oz. Yeah, that the Smithsonian Museum, six million people a year go to just see the ruby slippers. <laughs> Remember wow. when they were stolen from yeah. Grand yes, Rapids? Yes, they were. Yeah, they How valuable them. they are. But, I mean, six million people yeah. they know go and enter where the slippers are. I mean, are. who knew there was a, a black and white dress Not me. specifically? Anyway, it's for sale. The last blue and white one that went up uh, for sale was $1.5 million. All right, listen, we have to go because we have a guest and we're super excited. T. Michael Rambo is going to be joining us to tell us about a show crowns by regina taylor that is showing at the uh, summit center for arts and innovation and it starts next weekend and uh it's just running for like three and a half weeks so we're going to talk to t michael he's one of our favorite uh theater and um actors singers in the twin cities we'll be right back I'm so sorry that my time is off, but I can't. Oh my gosh, we have uh, we have really uh, one of our favorite guests yes. and the best smelly man that we ever have had in our studio. T. Michael Rambo is joining us. How are you, dear? I am swell, elegant. Thank you. Oh. And you do smell. I smell you from oh, around you the corner. So what are you wearing? Good. What are you wearing? You know, I'm wearing this uh, a Tom one of the Tom Ford fragrances. Mm. Is it as expensive as his $475 serums? Yeah, some of those things are pretty pricey. <laughs> but I'm, I'm worth it. Good. All right, so T. We Michael. Saw, we just saw him in 42nd Street. Yes. Yeah, we just we saw did. you at the Ordway's 42nd that Street. That was so much fun. You? I how, said you are one of our favorite actors, singers. Dan, I mean, you're just, uh, when you're on stage, you're in a show. We know it's oh, going to be good. Thank you. And you were starring. It hasn't opened yet. No. It opens September 13th, plays through October 6th. So pretty short run. Yeah. And it is called, the show is called Crowns, Crowns. by Regina Taylor. And I know this is one awards, but... Yeah, we don't know anything about this show, so give us well, the setup. In in a nutshell, right. Crowns is the story of a young African American woman, girl, eighteen woman, mm-hmm. um, coming into her own, but having experienced a traumatic experience. Her brother was shot and killed, and she was sent down south with her grandmother to try to um, forget to forget to <laughs> heal the trauma. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in the course of doing so, she encounters this community of women that she has met over the years um, that through their stories and through their hats convey to her the, the history, the legacy and the value of letting go and the value of, of embracing your truth and the value of being and living in the fullness of who you are and in the moment. So it's a great story that's about uh, faith and, and fashion and community and fellowship and worship and, and goes through the whole eras about seven generations or decades of storytelling. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it sounds really, wonderful. I know it. It's and it, really beautiful. Name drop. Who's in this with you, T. Michael? Got a name drop. Please. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to get it done. Got that Javita Steele in there. Love her. Mm-hmm. She is singing her face off, as is Jamesia Bennett. Lovely. And we know Jamesia. Yeah. And then Thomasina Petrus, Miss Cashew Brittle herself. Yes. We love her. And then Amy K. Bryant, a remarkable talent. Uh, Valencia Proctor and Shirley Marie Graham. So those are all the folks, and Sanford Moore is a musical director. Right. But uh, importantly, our our directors, Austin Van, 
who is also the executive director of New Dawn, whose birth child this is that we're bringing in this production. This story. Where is New Dawn Theater? You know, New Dawn, it, it, it's, it's based uh, from her offices there um, off of Shepherd Road, but there's no physical brick and mortar. mortar. That's why this so, is at New, it's at the Summit Center it, for it, Arts it, it's, and Innovation. performing Innovation. at the Summit Center for Arts and Innovation. I don't even know where that is. It's located on at Saratoga and Summit, one block east of Sinelli. What did it Summit. used to be? Immaculate Heart of Mary, my grade school. That church. Yeah. Immaculate Heart of Mary Church. Are you I know, kidding me? I'm, not, I'm look, like, where goosebumps, is this? Goosebumps, goosebumps. I know. That's crazy. So right off of Snelling and Summit, and there's great parking there. Yeah, great parking. And, and so the show then is going to be, are, do you do it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Or Actually, we do work? Wednesday through. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday through Friday. Through. We Wednesday through Friday at 7.30, Saturday at 7.30 and 2, and then Sunday at 3 p.m. Oh, this sounds absolutely yeah. like oh, goosebumps, good storytelling. Good storytelling. We've got some great sponsorship and support from Anderson Corporation, from Ray McKenzie Group, and from U.S. Bank, and then... Of course, the Star St. Paul Star Grant gave us some funding to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So we're really very fortunate to have that level of support uh, behind us as a fledgling organization. I yeah. need to go see what that church looks like. That is amazing. I didn't know that that was yeah. where it was. So, you know, we you had a really horrible thing happen to you. You were carjacked. Was is it has it been two years? So just a just a year. Is it only a year? It happened Lori July twenty second, mm-hmm. uh, two thousand eighteen. Was it? I'm yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was uh, a harrowing, traumatic, traumatic experience. Yeah. Are you really, okay? You know, we I, were so I've, worried I've, about I've healed, you. I've healed physically in many ways. Uh, I still have some ailments or some some issues that that, that I um, encounter. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, emotionally, I still have moments where. I can't believe that happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, because uh, you were trying to do something yeah. nice for someone. Yeah. Yeah, and to have it. Uh, uh, explode in a way that really um, impacted my life so significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, from that experience, is there um, things that you're willing to try that are different than you've never done before? Or yeah, do you know, hold back more? Well, you know, I, I actually have embraced the interest of wanting to make sure that other African-American males don't find themselves feeling that this is the alternative for either their own trauma mm-hmm. or their own lack or their own um, perception of living from a, a, a place of lack and not of abundance, you know, and knowing that uh, through volunteer work, I had a fundraising event at the Dakota for three um, organizations that do work with these young people um, that uh, were, you know, that find themselves in these situations. Mm-hmm. So that, that's uh, been something that's been very important for me to do. Uh, more service work. I was just in South Africa doing some work with an organization I'm a part of called Arm in Arm in Africa. And so that that work has been very important to me. So giving back Mm -hmm. has reminded me of how blessed and fortunate I am and how very valuable and and, uh, vital it is to use those resources that we have at our disposal to help others and to allow others to um, encounter and not encounter, but really realize they're greater yet to be. And this is, I think that just embodies who you are. I mean, I feel like this has always been who you are. You give back through your beautiful talent of acting and your amazing voice and your personality. And I know you've always been a giver. So I'm just, just no, I mean, that was just so traumatic. I'm so glad that you're coming through on the other side. Yeah, me too. And so, well, even even in this story that's being told, I mean, if you really think about it, if you think, if you were to look at the hard, cold statistics, the number one death for young black men in this country is gun, gun violence, violence. Right. and it's like there's a 
on the one hand, you know, we've had protests and we've had different ways that people have socially spoke out for mm-hmm. the injustice mm-hmm. of it. But I think the other way too to tell the story is like in, you know, Angie, like the, through mm-hmm. this story, mm-hmm. Crowns, I'm thinking of Angie Starr's uh, book. Oh, yeah. um, I'm missing the name of it right now. Queen? It was, no, it no. was, it was no. a movie was it? last year. Yeah, it was. Uh, the young gal who wrote it, uh, Angie Thomas wrote the book, and it was her protagonist star. Oh, the, the Hate You Give. The oh, Hate yes, You yes, Give. Yes, yes. The Hate You Give, Which right. was, the, Thanks, that was, that was the most eye-opening yeah. book for me as a white woman. Uh, who has not would not even understand this experience of talking to a, a nephew or a boy because yeah, all sure. my kids around me are white, you know. Yeah. But it was the most eye opening book for me because I saw what happened through Angie's eyes, and yeah. it seems like Crowns, you know, Does a that. story is doing the same thing, and I think that can only do nothing but. Help open eyes. Open eyes. Yeah. yeah. And the, the beauty of, of, of art and whether it be theater or dance or music or, or song um, is that it opens and heals the wound at the same time. Mm-hmm. So in so many instances, you find that, that uh, the art form makes us initially go, ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and gosh. Then we, and then we go, ah. Oh. Yeah. We can breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, it's important to recognize that a breath requires exhaling. Yes, yeah. and the art helps you exhale. Oh, I bet. Oh, that, with gosh, the music, is such, oh, so is the music going to, is it both the music Ooh, and the dialogue that's bringing the us there? Okay. Ooh, All Lord, right. Look out. Look All out. All right. So you have there, a website specifically for tickets. For tickets. Yeah, because, you know, we're we're a new organization. We don't have a brick and mortar space. Right. Uh, the Summit um, Center for Arts and Innovation is not a space that really um, has a box office. Sure. So we have this great, uh, we have this great right, ticket site uh, that is um, crowns, C-R-O-W. N S dot paper bag. No, it's it's B P T right paper. It's a brown, brown paper, paper tickets. tickets. Yeah. B P T dot M E. So I'll say it again. Cause I really jacked it up that time. Crowns dot B P T dot M E. Or you can go to our website, which is a uh, new dawn theater, R E dot org. Donnie, you need to put up yeah, a link for this. That right. would just be so yeah. much yeah. easier because yeah. people are driving right no. now. And they're going, they're going, and the what? Tickets are, what? I mean, just they're for $35 so or $20 for seniors. Yeah. They're really reasonable because we really want to make it accessible to our community members. Yeah. yeah. I can, we can't and wait to see this. With the talent in this. Oh, I mean, I, I yeah. mean, you alone. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you, Julie. Thank you. And Jamisia, didn't we see her in Forty Second Street? Was 40, yes. She was oh, amazing. Was amazing. Yeah, it was so. She fun. was so sassy too. I mean, I, I forget what a sassy she like. She, oh, she's really is can bring it. So and Jamida, I mean, you guys have a really great cast. We thank you so much for coming in oh, and so enlightening and brightening. Thank you, thank you right. both for letting me be thank here. Thank you, Donnie. We'll give you the info so you can put a link up. And right, people, if good, you're yeah. interested in seeing crowns, it's at the Summit Center for Arts and Innovation, Julia, the old Immaculate Heart, Heart in St. Paul, mm-hmm. <laughs> September 13th to October 6th. We'll be back.